Totally. I actually had a coaching call this morning with one of my beautiful clients and, you know, she, I just said like, what do you think it is that like, where, where's the change? Cause you know, and most of the time people do know where it is. And she's like, I need to commit more. I said, to what? And she's like, what I say that I'm going to do. And mm-hmm. I just said to her, how does it feel when you don't follow through with something that you say you're going to do? She's like, it doesn't feel good. I feel disappointed. Yeah. And I swear there's no like worse feeling than disappointing yourself because mm-hmm. you're the only one that really feels the consequence of not implementing what you what you know. Welcome to the Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, a social media manager and fashion designer. And I'm Bart Dace, a businessman by day, but more importantly, Ella's Insta husband. <laughs> Together, we run a social media company called Ella Bazaar Creative. We're here to talk about the social business world and the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for being here, maybe on this Monday morning, if you're tuning in when this is going up. Today, I am joined by a gorgeous business coach. She's actually one of my clients as well, and she is over in New South Wales. I'm very, very jealous of the warm weather. She coaches so many incredible businesses female-based, right? All females? Yes, yes all yes. females, all for the all gals. All gal power. <laughs> yes. And she, she's only, what, I'm going to get this, 24, 25? 24, yes. 24, oh, my goodness. Yes. And she has the most incredible business. When I was 24, I think I was still figuring out what I wanted to do with my life. So I'm <laughs> very, very inspired by her. And, and um, her name is Luca. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Of course. Thank you for having me here. I'm very excited about this. So am I. I feel like you always give so much value all day, every day on your stories. And I guess this episode today was inspired by listening to one of your stories and hearing you talk about one of your coaching sessions that you had and you were talking about how a lot of ladies feel like they just need another qualification before they take the leap, before they take action, before they do something. So that's really what I wanted to talk about today with you. But before we do, I want you to tell us a little bit about you and your business and how you started. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Luca. Yes, I'm 24. (laughs) I'm now a resident of New South Wales, who is, uh, uh, no, we're not a hotspot anymore as of today. (laughs) We uh, just had that conversation. I'm now in in the bubble, which is exciting. Um, No, but I am an intuitive business coach and I specialize with working with other female coaches to grow their online business. And I do this through one-on-one coaching, group coaching and business immersions. And I've been in business business, um, in this particular business for just over a year now. And I do have to say it is kind of my, I'm kind of living my dream life. I've got to say it. I'm going to own it. Um, I did not think that I'd be doing this at 24 because when I look at what I was doing maybe two and a half years ago, I, um, yeah, I definitely didn't think I'd be here. So I'm, I'm, 
very passionate about it. I love giving value and I feel that it is just my purpose to help other women, one, gain financial independence, but two, create so much impact in this world. And, you know, based on my own life lessons and experiences, I feel like I'm almost obligated and oh, not to mention that I want to, but I, yeah. I feel like it's my kind of my duty to give back and give value and show other women what is possible in this life, despite your age, despite your circumstances. Um, mm. But yeah, that's me. <laughs> Do you want to tell us a little bit about why you started? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, about two and a half years ago, um, I was 22. I um, had just had my daughter actually, and she was three weeks old. And um, it's it was it's quite young to have a child. Uh, the relationship that I was in, it was quite a violent one. It was a domestic violence situation. And after I had her at three weeks old, uh, when she was three weeks old, sorry, I just remember looking at her and just being like, oh my gosh, I could not allow myself and not bring myself to give her only the quality of life that I was allowing myself to have um, based on my lack of boundaries, based on my lack of self-worth and what I thought that I deserved in this world. And so I left that relationship. I left everything behind the house, the furniture, everything. I packed my stuff and I drove 14 hours home. Mm. And I just remember, yeah, I was in the middle of nowhere down in rural New South Wales and I moved back to Queensland to my family. And that was kind of the start of my real rock bottom. I, you know, was broke living in my parents' spare bedroom at 22, not knowing how to parent not considering any form of business. I wasn't even on Centrelink at the time. I just was like, it was the epitome of just rock bottom for me. And I guess I got a little bit, to, to cut the story a little bit short, I guess I, I did. I went through a really tough time. I struggled with PTSD and anxiety and depression. And then after a while, I just was kind of like, you know what? doing the traditional things like going to the counseling and the medications and things like that. Like I don't want to do that. It didn't make me feel all that different in my opinion. Yes. I think that it's necessary. Um, and everyone's, you know, an individual. So, you know, each to their own, but for me, I kind of just got fed up with feeling sorry for myself and, Mm-hmm. Uh, I just decided, you know what, what if things could be different? Just what if, cause I'm sick of having the same thoughts over and over again. And that was kind of, I still remember having the thought and I just, from there, I was like, what if I watch this? What if I just have a look into this YouTube video? You know, who's this Tony Robbins guy? (laughs) Um, What is manifestation and all the rest of it? And it was kind of exciting and fun. And then as I, I guess, begun developing myself, I started to just realize how much meaning and purpose life could have if I chose for it to be that way. And, you know, I studied neurolinguistics programming. I'm a master practitioner at that and also timeline therapy and other modalities. And that's kind of where it stemmed from is that I was living such a low quality of life with such limited possibilities. And so, you know, it's evolved over time to now obviously intuitive business coaching, but I used to work with other women in trauma just to help them to overcome that. And I realized now the common theme that's always come through for me is that I like helping other people. I'm an extrovert, so I don't mind it all being louder in a crowd or being the one to speak up. Um, And I love women. I love that sisterhood. And like, I just realized with everything that I've ever done, you know, I used to be a beauty therapist. It was always about making other women feel great in one way, shape or form. And 
that's kind of it just eventuated. And now I realize, you know, with women working with women in trauma, I was like, okay, now, I, you know, they're at this wonderful place. What do they kind of do with it? Like, because if you don't change your, you know, external environment, then often people go back to that same situation or that way of thinking. And so I was like, what are the next steps? I really didn't have the next steps for them, but I was like, well, I'm building a business. Maybe I could just give this a shot (laughs) and turns out I'm pretty bloody good at it. And then of course I've invested and, you know, done, you know, um, seminars and trainings and I have my own coaches and things like that. And it's, you know, developed to a six figure business now. And I love it. It's, it's my, probably my second baby, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) You are amazing at it. And I feel like you just have such a wealth of knowledge. Like I listen to your stories and I always just learn something just from listening to you talk on your story. So I can't imagine what a one-on-one session like what kind of value you would give. And, um, it like I'm 29 and I haven't done any proper self-development until this year. So I feel like you got in early and it has definitely paid off. I feel like, I don't, I don't know why it's taken me this long, but it was this year that I was like, you know what? I don't want to be defined as that quiet person that, um, like why, why does everyone always say that? always every workplace. Oh, you're so quiet. Can you speak up? And I don't want to be defined as that. And I was like this year, you know what? I'm not that person anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. And that's huge. And, and I really believe that like time, like time is nothing. Like it's kind of everything to everyone, but also I believe that it's also nothing. Like what is it? Right. And so even at 29 it's like I can still change things in a moment and it's so Mm. interesting that you say that because something along my personal development that I found is I always thought I was too loud and that was a problem (laughs) I was like I'm too loud and I talk very fast and then along my development journey I've been really able to accept all of me and accept other people. I'm like, cool. It's okay. If someone is quiet, it's okay. If someone's really loud, it's okay. If someone's both, I can be both depending on what mood you get me in. Um, but that's really interesting that you say that because even for me being someone who's quite loud and talks fast and all the rest of it, (laughs) I've even had to accept that. And I, you know, there's so many funny things that we could go so deep into that, but I'll stay on topic, (laughs) but that's beautiful that you're diving into it. It's, I feel like it's so necessary for every person, every human being. It's human development. We're here to develop. I 100%. really believe that we're here to just, you know. Accept. Yeah, accept, yeah. work, die, maybe have children, yeah. buy a house in the midst of that and be yeah. on our merry way. So, yeah, I commend you for that. Well done. I honestly feel like if you are at the beginning of your business journey or before you're thinking about it and you feel like you can't, getting someone like Luca on board just will give you the confidence that you need to yeah. do it. I, yeah. I feel like that's exactly what I should have invested in when yeah. I first started. And I feel like you would just get so much further having someone like you by your side. Yeah. And like, for me, it's really important that with intuitive business coaching that I'm not just teaching someone strategy. Um, I heard this saying the other day and it's, and it actually made me laugh, but it's kind of true. And it says that you can't put strategy on a crappy mindset because it doesn't (laughs) matter what strategy you give someone. If someone doesn't have the mindset to be able to implement that, 
then they're always going to be looking for the next thing, which is everything that this podcast episode today is about, right? I love that. I'm going to write that down. (laughs) I love it. So in saying that, um, a lot of the coaching sessions that you said that you've been having, people just feel like they need to throw money at something else. Like they're, they're never quite there. There's always something they need a qualification or there's something stopping them from taking the next step. So I guess that's what I really wanted you to talk about today. Yeah, absolutely. I see this and I even noticed in myself, um, you know, for a while, especially with personal development, it can definitely happen, but any kind of area really is that um, it can become, rather than an investment to grow and expand, it can actually become a way to avoid and, you know, it's just another way Mm -hmm. that you feel good about creating a reason why you don't actually have to do the thing. And this is a lot of the work that I do with my girls. I'm like, no, okay, let's write a list of the 10 things that need to be done. And people are focusing on like, oh, what if I just will do this and just learn how to build a website and learn how to, I'm (laughs) like, no, you work with mindset, like outsource that, right? (laughs) Like the thing that you need to do, like there's generally two things that will, I mean, from a business point of view or any kind of point of view, but there's generally two things or 20% of those things that will produce 80% of the result and the other eight things or the other 80% will produce the other 20%. And people are so fixated in like the little things and they validate to themselves why they need more. They have to be more. They need another thing under their belt to get ready and be ready and to start. And it's absolutely not true because when you look at anyone who is doing anything great and you ask them where or how they started, most of them will tell you, it's been a right royal shit show and I haven't known <laughs> what I've done for the longest time, but I took a step and I figured it out and I actually implemented what I have and what I've learned up until right now. And I actually made a vow to myself the other day. I went into a bookstore and there's a book that I really want and I do it with Audible too. And I'm like, no, no no more until I've listened to every audible that I have, that I have already, app. <laughs> and not two and a half hours of it. And until I've read every book and I implement that, I'm not going to buy into another thing where I feel like I need to do something and then I'll do that. Yeah. And I just see it as a scapegoat for so many people. And if people even just implemented half, half of what they know, they would, their life would change. And you Mm. know this, you give free value all the time. Like there is so much free content. The internet is filled with it. Yeah. You can see, yeah, just about anything. But okay, if you can do that and if they're like you and I, we don't have a problem with giving away free value, but okay. If people actually implemented it, then they wouldn't even need us, one. No. But two, there's such a need for uh, even like coaches and guides or like, you know, people to, people will still hire people directly because it's the mindset and the implementation that is like the missing link. Yeah. Honestly, I just had a coaching session just before this call and she was like everything, like she she's in sales and she is in business and she struggles with sales on Instagram. And I was like, you already know all this. You just need to apply it to Instagram. And at the end of the session, she was like, you like everything that you've talked about, I do know this, but you've mm. just given me the confidence and the accountability to go do it. Yeah. And I think that that's sometimes what 
um, people need. And I know within my business, yes, I work specifically with females because I know how they're wired. I'm still working out the men, you know. Like, I don't know how their brains work. It's not my forte, right? But, that's, why, that's why there's yeah. a whole book about them. Yeah, men yeah are, exactly, right? Men are from Mars. Yes. That's actually a great book, but, you know, I didn't finish that one either. So I'll probably go back and listen to the rest of that. It is a great book. Yes, there we go. I've heard, I've heard. I mean, I've, I've known half of it, but that's a prime <laughs> example. But, um, you know, I think for me, the, one of the things that I found really important with the work that I do was I wanted to create community. Mm. because that's the thing people don't have them have sorry anybody in their life usually holding them to a high account yeah and they've usually yeah got people around them who buy into their bullshit excuses who (laughs) validate their reasons as to why they don't have to do something or they should just take a self-care day and do nothing like they've taken three other self-care days in the month I'm not against self-care right but I honestly think that like real self-care and self-love is honoring what you say you're going to do yeah, I am a stickler for that. Like I always say what I'm going to do and I'll go do it. Like this year in January, I was like, I'm going to do an Instagram course. And I was like, oh, I'll re- probably release it June, July. Next minute I released it like two months later or one month later. Yeah, yeah. But I always follow through with what I say. Totally. I actually had a coaching call this morning with one of my beautiful clients and, you know, she, I just said like, what do you think it is that like, where, where's the change? Cause you know, and most of the time people do know where it is. And she's like, I need to commit more. I said to what? And she's like, what I say that I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And I just said to her, how does it feel when you don't follow through with something that you say you're going to do? She's like, it doesn't feel good. I feel disappointed. Yeah. And I swear there's no like worse feeling than disappointing yourself because mm-hmm. you're the only one that really feels the consequence of not implementing what you what you know. Yeah. In another book that I can't remember the name of, but they talk about that and they talk about the reason why a lot of people can't sleep at night or can't get a good night's sleep is because they're not following through with things that they said that they're going to do. Yeah, it's wow. like it's just their subconscious. It's like um, you feel a little bit guilt. Yeah, like what you said, a little bit of disappointment in yourself that mm-hmm. you can't complete the task or can't follow through with what you're going to do. Yeah, and one thing that I've known is that the more you do that, the more you actually build a pattern in your mind and that's a neural pathway that you're building in your mind that it just continuously solidifies to you I don't finish things. I'm not capable. I'm not good enough. No one wants to hear it from me. And then people generate stories because it feels good to just put us like, cause our mind is always attaching meaning to everything. Yeah. Right. And so it just validates the story in our mind and we generate stories based on that one little thing that like, if we change the action and do something different, you have to create a new story around that. So I say to the girls, you know, like, cause the one thing that I like have seen at like the beginning phases when people are starting up businesses is like getting on a Facebook live or an Instagram live showing their face. I'm yeah. like, yeah, because you keep affirming that I can't do it. I don't do lives like, and your language is supporting what you don't want. <laughs> yeah. And so when you actually change the action and I'm not saying you have to be prepared and be ready. I was actually looking at my first ever IG, um, TV, um, 
today with my assistant and we were having a laugh and the, and it was called Start Somewhere and I could like, you know, and you can tell that you're like sweaty and nervous. And like, <laughs> my lip was sweating and I was trying to sound really smart and use all these words and I was laughing. But, you know, like I, I remember doing that. I remember being like, I just have to start somewhere. And I mm-hmm. was so nervous, but I just continuously did it. And then surely enough, if you do something enough times, yeah. the belief and like the belief in you has to change because you can't keep saying and your mind isn't going to believe that you don't do lives when you're actually physically doing lives. Yeah. Exactly so, the same with stories. Totally. Yeah. Exactly the same. Exactly the same. But people don't realize that sometimes it's not this massive thing that has to be different it can just be like two three 15 second stories mm-hmm. each day and that like no one's expecting you to be perfect and no one's gonna sit there and be like oh she made a mistake oh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch her next story I'm gonna unfollow her no and I think that's like the most important piece around um you know mindset as well is mm-hmm. just knowing that like okay wh- and everything for me comes back to intention so what's your intention for getting on there is it to add value is it to share your experience is it to share some, a happy moment because if that's what your intention is and that's why you're getting on there then how can you do any wrong anyway yeah because exactly. who is someone else to tell you that you shouldn't be speaking like that yeah. you should really be like holding the camera up a little bit higher or like that really that cut you off or like you know no one's gonna say no one's thinking that anyway no, but, exactly. like I think it's in people's minds obviously and I understand it's a mindset mm. thing, but the best book that I actually did finish well it was an audible <laughs> that I did finish I can vouch for this one is the five second rule oh yes I have heard about this yeah highly recommend highly highly recommend the five second rule and even one thing that I've done for myself because I used to have this story of like I don't have discipline I don't follow through with anything and then when you run a business you're like well that doesn't wash (laughs) 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 sorry guys I didn't show up today I'm not very disciplined (laughs) okay I definitely wouldn't be here with that attitude but one thing that I did for me is like I realized like you know I only I only went to what did I go to to year 11 and then I went and did a diploma in beauty therapy so in my mind I was like I'm not clever. I'm not smart. I would never run a business. I like, I just really had not a lot of great thoughts about myself. Right. And so when I came out of that last relationship, I was like, I'm really sick of thinking like this. What if I thought differently? And so I started to be like, okay, can I be someone who is clever? And can I be someone who, you know, studies and runs a business? And, you know, all the stories came back up. Mm Because I was like, I'm not disciplined. I can't, you know, I don't follow through with things. And I was like, well, what if I did? Not something big right now, but what if I built up to that? Because it's like a muscle, right? And like the kind of, I don't know if it's an analogy or metaphor. I always get confused with the two, to be honest. But one kind of example that I give with my clients is like when you think of a way of a way that you think, so a neural pathway in your mind, it's like a tar road, right? And so when you're trying to create a new one, it's like that you're venturing off and you're going kind of like through the bush a little bit and through like the really dense grass. And so if you drive through it once, it's, oh, it's like, it's going to knock the grass down, but there's definitely not a tar road. It's not, a, it's not concrete. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you go up and down and up and down the road, the same, same road, the same thought pattern, right. Surely enough, the grass wears away. 
and then the dirt's there. And then as you keep driving that, you keep wearing it in. And then one day you're like, you know what? I'm going to put a lot of effort into this. I might actually lie some tar. Then I might one day put a little bit more effort, make it, you know, really fancy. And I might put some lines. And it's the same with like your mind is when you uh, persist with something, can you continuously do it? You create a new neural pathway in your mind, which becomes a habitual way of thinking. And for me, when I understood that, I was like, hmm, okay, so I can actually become anything that I want. Let me just start with cold showers. So that is the thing that I started with. (laughs) Anyone can do it. You turn the knob or you move the little thingy, depending on what, like you're in control of it. All right, I'll do it to that. Yeah, like (laughs) seriously, it's it's the easiest thing. Like people Mm. cannot give you some bullshit excuses. Like you've you've got a shower, you hopefully shower. at least once every 24 hours, right? You can create the discipline. Forget like the big stuff, but let's just do like one thing at a time. So for me, every morning, cold shower. Yeah, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 90 seconds. And then it was just kind of, I just didn't even turn the hot on by the end of it. Like I just like, yeah, that's what I do, right? And so what that is doing is it's helping you to make a decision and to stick with it and to follow through with it. Because then you might look at something like a morning routine where it's a little bit bigger. Or maybe Mm -hmm. you might look at something like showing up on Instagram because then eventually it's going to be showing up for you know, maybe it's showing up for your relationship. Maybe it's showing up for your kids. Maybe it is showing up for a business right and so in your mind it's like no I say that I'm going to do something and I do it it's it's not this questioning of like do I don't I do I feel like it today it's a little bit extra cold it's just like no I say that I'm going to do this and I do it yeah and then it's done actually I did this uh, a few weeks ago um it was the middle of winter and we went down to the beach and I was like I'm going for a swim and Bart was like no you're not it's cold. It's 10 degrees. And I was like, no, nah. and I went in. <laughs> and how good did you feel? And I was like, ha ha, I did it. <laughs> and then you're probably like, oh my God, it's 10 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, actually, I'm going to do this again tomorrow. And I did it again. Good. Mm. How have you gone since then? So, uh, I feel like I live quite far from the beach. When we're, when we're near I'm the in. beach. Yeah. I'm in. I'm definitely in. I'm the same. Yeah. yeah. We live like 45 minutes from the beach now. Sad face. Insert. Oh. I used to, in Perth, used to live five kilometers from the beach. And I was there yeah. every day. Oh, I miss it. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Girls, soon, soon. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like that's where it starts. It, it, and mm-hmm. if people can understand that it doesn't have to start with some enormous thing, but yeah. you have to – it's like a muscle. You have to continuously build it. And that goes for any area of your life with anything. But I think going back to what we were talking about, people feeling like, oh, I'll just – get qualified in this or when this happens and that's like the other thing I could go on about this forever external things from you like waiting for something external from you to change in order for you to do something is like you 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 can't have that like that's got to go like number one thing that cannot be a thing in your life (laughs) because I'm feel like and the other reason I say that with so much certainty is because I've overcome this right? Like I was living in my parents' spare bedroom with my daughter and I still learned how to meditate twice a day. I still learned how to have a morning routine. I invested in things when I was on Centrelink on a single parenting payment and getting $450 a week, right? I found a way. I wasn't going to wait until I earned the money that was actually required to invest in getting the qualifications that I needed. 
Like yeah. there's so many times that I just feel like, like I, I will just make it happen. That is something that I pride myself on and I have the ability to be like, I don't have all the answers. I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I know that when I commit to it, I can make anything happen. And I really would say that's probably one of my biggest gifts. And that's something that I teach my clients because you're, you're showing yourself how resilient you can be. You're showing mm-hmm. yourself how, um, you know, creative you can be and like how resourceful you can be because it's never a matter of resources. It's, it's a matter of resourcefulness. Yeah. And like money objections, don't even get me started on that. Or time objections. Like people are like, I don't have time. I'm like, are you busy 24 hours a day? Well, that's so strange. Some, I thought people we just, sleep. Oh, some people just love filling up their day with shit. Yeah. Like totally. meaningless tasks. I'm so busy doing nothing. Yeah. And like if whatever you like prioritize right now is what is going mm-hmm. to be your reality in six, 12, two years time, whatever it is, if you don't start prioritizing things um, that are of value and in alignment with what you want to create. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people can so deeply not want to be somewhere or not want to be in their current circumstances or they so deeply don't want something, but they don't even, they're not even clear on what they do want. They don't even have clarity on, let me just like sit for a minute and naturally think about what's the life that I want to live. How do I want to feel each day? Do I want a family? Do I want a business? Do I want to buy a house? Like they don't even consider that. They're just so like, I hate this circumstance that I'm currently in. (laughs) Yeah. They're very clear on what they don't want. Yeah. I actually, funny enough, had this conversation with my client today. Um, and like, I'm a big believer in manifestation and, um, not in like the woo woo sense. Like, yes, I'm, I guess, a spiritual person, if you will. Um, but I also, you know, believe heavily in science and I've really looked into like just the basics of chemistry and like this making sense. And ultimately what you focus on, you will create. And the universe, whoever you believe in, is not biased to creating positives or negatives for you. It's honestly just whatever you are focusing on, you are manifesting into your reality. Good, bad, like there's no bias to one or the other. If you are continually focusing on how unhappy you are and how, you know, much you hate your job and how much your boss is nasty to you and your friends are toxic and your relationships gone to crap or whatever it is, you're going to generate more of that and manifest it into your reality. But if you choose to actually become aware of what you do want, and this is, I think, a bit of the problem that when people don't establish what they do want, they're so like, focused on, I don't want that, but they're creating more of that because energy is just energy in motion and they're pushing energy in motion so heavily towards what they don't want and the person that they don't like that they bring more about more of that into their reality. And And that's why you do intuitive coaching, right? Yes. It's so important because, Mm -hmm. and I, and I wouldn't even want someone to come to me and be like, just give me all your strategy. (laughs) And like that, I just want to know like month by month, week by week, what are we going to cover? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I have an outline and we have like a clear objective, but I'm also like, you know what? Intuitively, if I feel like this is required for you, I'll set a task that maybe has nothing to do with business and everything to do with, you know, something else that's really relevant in your life because I think it's all encompassing. I really do. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you run your own business, it flows onto other areas of your life. Yeah. 
And I don't think that we're robots and I don't treat any woman that I work with just as a robot and being like, you know, you're just on all the time between the hours of nine to five. And when you work with me, like I, I know I'm so aware, I'm, you know, I'm a mom. I know that things come up that shit goes south sometimes and you need resilience. And sometimes, you know, you need a bit of a vent, but then I'm like, okay, cool. How do we now flip the script on that? How do we create empowered meaning from that? And, you know, can you use that experience that totally just sideswiped you and see how perhaps it happened for you? Can you use that um, in an empowered way and, like, share it on your stories? Bring My it favorite, in your clients. My yeah. favourite book ever is The Obstacle is the Way. Oh my God, what is this? Oh, I'm not allowed to buy it. Oh, <laughs> I better finish my books. <laughs> so I read this um, just before I started my business and I had the, the worst thing happen to me and I was in such a bad place and I read this book and I was like, it came at such a perfect time and it just teaches you that when there is a problem and when there, when something goes wrong, you should actually go towards that because it's teaching you how to resolve it. It's teaching you like personal growth. It's teaching you lessons. And that's why, I mean, that's why a lot of people always say that there is never failure, but there's always just a lesson. Absolutely. And when I look at, you know, even other um, business ventures or, you know, anything in my life that I once perceived as bad, I now reflect back and I'm like, oh my God, that was brilliant. It was perfect. Right. And even especially though, actually when it comes with pain, because pain makes you pay Mm -hmm. attention. Yes. And it just it. So that's, that's like when you really remember something. And I think that's why I really remember this book because I was really um, like struggling at the time. So I can remember it so clearly. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a significant moment that you took so much away from. And it's those, I don't know, significant and pinnacle moments that actually build who yeah. we generally are today. And, exactly. you know, what to do next time we're confronted with anything remotely similar, you know, of the kind in the future. So I couldn't agree more with that statement. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll, we'll get that book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same though. I have so many books in Audible, but I I did what you said as well. And this year I have been completing my books. Last year it feels good, don't you think? Like it feels good. Best feeling. (laughs) Best feeling. It's like yes, I finished it. I know. Look, another form of discipline. And I even know for me, sometimes I will get to the end of the book and I'm like, well, they're really like dragging this on. But I'm like, come on. Commit to the process. Commit to the process. And I think commit to the process is something that I live by and it's something that I frame to my clients all the time. I'm like, cool, if we're working together for six months, you're like, I want to know that you're committed to the process because it's not pretty all the time. Mm. Sometimes things do happen that you don't prepare for, right? And it's about that resilience and about that persistence and about having a really, really, really strong purpose and mission and why to come back to when things aren't looking like they're in your favor. And Mm -hmm. committing to the entirety of the process means that, you're going to be prepared for and you're aware that there are going to be challenges that are only put there for your growth and for your highest um, kind of evolution. That's what I believe, yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's very juicy. Oh, I love that word. Love a juicy <laughs> podcast. 
<laughs> I feel like this podcast is quite juicy. <laughs> good, good, good. I could. I feel like we've got like tapped just gently on so many other topics. So maybe I'll have to have you back over on mine because I feel like there's a lot of stuff outside of business we could actually really delve into as well. Oh, 100%. I, I feel the same. So going back to your books, can you recommend any books for uh, new business owners or any women at the moment? What's been your favorite? Yeah. Oh, good question. Um, for business specifically, like if you're new to business, I would consider the five second rule because mm-hmm. you're going to need, you, you truly are, you're going to need discipline. And you're going to know, yeah, how to implement. I'm just trying to, um, I just, I'm trying to think of like a really impactful, hmm, you've stumped me. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) You've got to prepare for this. Five second rule, yeah. I've written that one down. Yeah, the five second rule. A lot of the books that I've read, funny enough, are, um, uh, our personal development and human development or something to do with psychology because I, um, you know, have a business coach and she gives me so much information around business that I feel like the, the time that I spend with her, I'm like, well, you should write a book babe like she's like maybe one day and like I'm like where's your podcast like you know people are not even seeing this or knowing this so I feel like I get so much I also get so much of my um knowledge and um kind of wisdom from my own experiences in business and you can probably relate to that mm-hmm. but for me you know the best development that I've done is the development within myself and that really does show in my business so I mean, depending on what business you're going into, generally you're going to have to probably understand human behavior if you're doing any form of selling. So understanding yourself to then understand others is one of the most powerful things that you can do to run any any form of a business. But you, yeah, understanding how the mind works and, you know, the psychology behind things is, um, yeah, and even just like knowing lightly is of total benefit. A really amazing quote that I'm loving at the moment is don't teach what you've learned, teach what you've done. Ooh, yeah. Love it. Yeah, and I think to teach, like, one, this is actually something that's been coming up a lot, even for myself um, and even for the girls that I work with, I'm like, you must be an embodiment of what you teach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really believe in that. So that resonates hard with me, that quote. I do like that. I'm yeah. a fan. I thought you'd like that one. Yep. (laughs) All right. We will wrap it up here. Where can everybody find you? Perfect. So you can find me over on Instagram, L-U-K-A underscore Rose with two E's. That's the easiest way to find me. I've generally got my Shawby link in my bio. If you're wanting a one-on-one consultation, that um, option is in there. It's an hour of power. Um, you know, I've got a, a free five-day program coming up on the 12th to the 16th of October where it's totally free, an amazing container with uh, women in there. I think there's over like 30 women at the moment in there and wow. I basically teach things. So that you can learn from the ground up. I'm passionate about finding value, but that's where I'm most active on my Instagram. And I will link your Instagram page in the notes below as well so that everybody can find you. Thank you so Perfect. much for coming on with me. You're that so was amazing. Welcome. Oh, such a fan. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, guys. And I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye.
guys thanks so much for listening to the entire podcast uh thought uh, i might put a little bit of an easter egg if you know what an easter egg is it's a little piece of hidden information somewhere it's hard to find but uh thought today i would share with you something a little bit interesting about ella when she uh, actually gets angry she stomps her feet and she's really bad at being angry and she looks super cute which makes her more angry anyway thought i'd share have fun bye